Welcome to Real Estate Leads Uncovered, the podcast that delves into the dynamic world of lead generation in the real estate industry. Hey, I'm your host, Lisa Carter, and I'm excited to guide you through the challenges, the strategies, and success stories that revolve around one of the most crucial aspects of real estate, generating leads. Live from the hottest real estate market in America, Tampa Bay, Florida, this is the Real Estate Leads Podcast with the CEO and founder of the Olga System, your host, Lisa Carter. We have a great show for you today. We got a candid conversation with a dynamic individual out of the DFW, one of the hottest real estate markets in the Southwest. And I'm so glad to present to you today. Derek Bradley. Derek's gone from agent to broker and is here to have a candid conversation with us about how he got that done. You and I go way back, way back to the pandemic. Yes, we do. And I couldn't think of anybody more exciting to launch this journey that we're having here, spreading the gospel about organic, building an organic movement when it comes to a sales professional in the real estate industry. And so the journey that you have had. I want you to just um, talk about that because I'm inspired by you. Um, and I know that a bunch of folks um, listening in will be inspired ab- about your your journey. Um, so when you and I met, you were in management at a brokerage doing training. Um, yes. you, I identified you as somebody who knew exactly what they were talking about and had a unique way of getting others to listen to you. Um, so t- let's talk about the pandemic because that must have <laughs> that must have upset your whole world because you're doing face to face training for the organization. So just talk about you know how long you've been doing this and then you know what was your experience you know how did you get the word out and train people when you couldn't be near and dear to them yeah absolutely yeah we we at the time that you and i met you're exactly right i was um uh, in management at a different brokerage and uh, i was the uh training uh management uh person and developer uh, for the company, so not only did I conduct training my own, on my own or, or myself, I also brought in other professionals to do training as well, such as yourself. And so, uh, yeah, the pandemic just kind of really shook up the entire world, uh, <laughs> and mm. especially over there in the world of real estate when you're talking about the type of business that it is and having to be uh, in constant contact with people. Well, look, there's a special there's a there's a special place in heaven for um, tr- tr- uh, anyone who does training, <laughs> um, um, you know, because um, yeah. you, you probably can identify those um, that you're training, which ones are going to follow through and which ones um, are going to definitely slack off real estate right. and in real estate um, training. Um, look, there's one point five million real estate agents in the country, in the, in the United States. Um, Mm -hmm. And so tell us a little bit about, you know, in terms of training, can you identify like who's going to follow through and who's not? (laughs) Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, the thing is, is, you know, you you have to show up when when it comes to training, you know, as a realtor, you know, if you're going to stand out or end up you know, being the best in accomplishing your, your goals, you have to show up for training. You have to continue to work on educating yourself and 
staying abreast of what's going on, uh, even in the real estate market. And all of that came through in our training that we conducted with the company. And so those agents who were uh, consistent in showing up, you know, for training are the ones that we, you know, most saw um, being being, uh, top producers or at least those who were having some success in the business. So you see a direct correlation between Mm -hmm. training, uh, uh, attending trainings and workshops um, to um, leveling up your business. You see a direct correlation with that? Absolutely. I mean, you you, you cannot um, you cannot succeed in this business without knowing this business. And that's that was our goal to give them practical training that they could go out and apply same day. Cool, cool. Is there anything like um, overtraining? Do you find yourself where you're, you know, seeing that, you know, I've experienced where people, you know, there's learners, um, and you, t- you talk to us a little bit about that, right? Everybody has a different learning style. <laughs> yeah, you have you have that person who um, needs to sit in the classroom, um, needs to have the um, the visual part of training for sure. Uh, I'm an audio and visual kind of person, learning learning person. But uh, the thing is, um, when it comes to um, being able to come and, and attend training, it's it's one thing to be there, and it's another thing to go out and apply it. Again, yeah, you can overtrain if all you're doing is attending training and never going out and putting it into to action, if you're never implementing anything, then yeah, it, it just doesn't do you any good to just continue to show up just to be showing up. So I think that uh, the most important thing is to walk away from it and identify what can I apply today, you know, to help me, you know, uh, move a little bit further down the road towards my goal. Well, well, listen, we're, we're sitting, we're talking today to uh, Derek Bradley from the winning team. Um, Realty Group, and he's a, a learner. He's a sharer. He support. He's offers support and guidance as a broker um, to his team um, and to others in in the uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. Tell us a little bit about the environment right now in the Dallas Fort Worth area uh, when it comes to you know challenges that real estate agents and brokers are having. Uh, what's the biggest challenge in the DFW area today for a real estate professional? <laughs> Uh, the challenge right now is, you know, I, I'll give it to you from two different perspectives and what we deal with in the real estate. And you got your buyers and you have your sellers. From a buyer's perspective, you know, the challenge to the realtor is to be able to um, demonstrate to the buyer while now is still a good time to uh, purchase a home in spite of what's going on with interest rates and also to be um, constructive in how you um, help a buyer achieve that goal because, you know, uh, there are there are a number of ways to have a successful home purchase in this market right now where uh, the buyer is not overwhelmed by a house note. And so from a seller's perspective, the challenge for us as agents is to go out there and acquire these listings. And so we have to, uh, from both sides of that uh, spectrum, we, uh, I heard a a speaker say, in this day and time, you need to only run the plays that you know are going to be successful. So if we <laughs> were to put a sports analogy on it, you know, you're only running the plays right now that are going that you know will will work because of the way the market is right now so in one sense we have buyers who are straddling the fence and scared to pull the trigger and then in another sense you have uh, not enough inventory 
you know, uh, in, in, the, in the boxes of, uh, uh, of the market. But yeah, I think those are the major challenges that we're facing up front. I'm right glad now. you. I'm glad you brought up a sports analogy because I'm, I'm a sports mom. Um, I got three boys, and I've <laughs> I've done it all. Like with lacrosse, you know, we, my kids were the only brown boys on the on the field during lacrosse. Right? It's like. Mm-hmm. Do brown boys play lacrosse? Yes, they do. In uh, anyway, um, I, we have basketball and football, and so you mentioned, um, you know, the plays on the field. And, and one of the things that um, I always talk about with targeting a niche is if you sit on. So, what did you play? Um, you play? Did you play sports? Uh, I play a little basketball. All right, and some baseball, just a little bit. So, if you're in the basketball court and you're taking a hundred shots, uh, is it better to take the hundred shots from the same position um, to guarantee that you'll um, that you'll score, or, or or should you move around and take uh, those hundred shots from different positions on the court? Uh, definitely from the same position because once you get locked in on that same position, I mean it's it's uh, it's a no brainer at that point when you you know you know from the release uh, that it's going in. You know, for the most part, you can just feel that release. I knew you. you know, play, I knew you played basketball because you're pretty. You're pretty tall. You're a pretty tall guy. <laughs> so the shooting from the same same position is the same thing um, that real estate agents um, should be doing any sales professional, right? That's a niche. You're standing in one spot, you're taking 100 shots, and you're bound um, to hear the swoosh, right? Um, So I love that you you talk about the the playing field. But the other part about the playing field or the court is it's pretty crowded right now. Right. A lot of agents came in trying to get that money, trying to get that pandemic (laughs) money. Um, Lots of it, yeah. Have you seen um, a lot of competition with um, agents that you and brokers that you know that are originally from the DFW area, born and raised there, or migrated to the DFW area years ago? And now, uh, where are you seeing the the agents come from? I'm hearing California um, is is a a place where they're coming in droves to Texas um, to start new lives, and a lot of them want to be real estate agents. Yeah, there's definitely some of that going on as well as, you know, uh, just people in general migrating from these areas to um, Texas. I do want to elaborate on one of the statements you just said, and that was about, you know, the market, you know, the court being a little crowded. Uh, and that is the case, you know, uh, when we started off this conversation, you mentioned the pandemic and, you know, things kind of got hot uh, towards the end of the pandemic and the market just exploded. And so, in the market, current market that we're in now, we're starting to see, yeah, the court is still a little crowded. However, some of, some of the players uh, in the court, on the court, are starting to experience some fatigue because of the way the market is right now and the challenges that we're facing. So we're expecting that that will continue, that trend will continue, that some uh, will continue to fall off, but only the strong will, you know, survive and continue to thrive in the market. So the fatigue is real, right? Uh, so I, um, I talk to agents across the country on a daily basis. Um, I hear tears and fears and everything in between, straight up. Um, so I, you know, and I, I feel for everybody because I always, for folks outside of the industry, I always say it's like this. You have a shoe store. You set up everything. You got a great location. You put a sign out and you have no shoes to sell. And that's the equivalent of what we're experiencing right now without any inventory. How can you be a good salesperson if you don't have anything to sell? Um, So, look, can you generate your own inventory? Like, how does this work? 
<laughs> well, yeah, definitely have to have a, a strategy to generate inventory. And I think that um, one of those deals where you sit down and uh, look at, okay, what are the different ways that we can um, market um, and then also establish your target audience. And then you have to come up with the different avenues of being able to do that. And I think that's where, you know, our um, connection came into play for the most part because uh, the OGA system is what helped me and helping me right now. And that's part of my marketing strategy or my strategy to generate you know, inventory is through, you know, the, the OGA system. Derek, the winning and, team, you and the winning team are everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> like your visibility, your branding, um, your yeah. colors. I, I mean, it's it's everywhere. It's a strong brand um, that comes up on a Google search, comes up in a you know search for a real estate mm-hmm. agent, DFW, mm-hmm. you guys. But how do you, you know, look, the system uh, does what it does. But what, what else are you, you know, you guys are clearly taking the system and really running with it because um, today you're, you you know, when we met, you were a real estate agent um, with an independent brokerage. And today you're running your own brokerage. That journey is something that I hear every day agents trying to acquire. So you you, you looked at yourself, you said, I got a business, I need to invest in building my brand. And and then kind of walk us through that journey. It's offline and it's online, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And um, well, I have to say that it kind of started with, you know, the conversation, the initial conversations that you and I had uh, and, and actually hiring Drinkwater to uh, start to do the uh, run the marketing uh, for um, for me, first of all, as an individual. But it was through that that, you know, we started to um, have a lot a lot more visibility out there in the market. And so um, with the brokerage becoming uh, a goal that we were shooting for, that I was shooting for, it just made it easier to to, to establish the brand as, for the winning team. And we opened up this year. So we went, I went from managing in a different brokerage to having my own broker brokerage. And, it, and, and drink water uh, marketing was very um, instrumental in helping us to, you know, have some, some visibility and get ourselves out there. And, and since then, you know, as you mentioned, you know, we're, we're showing up uh, on Google. Uh, people are becoming familiar with us here in our immediate area. So we're just looking to branch out more. And then, you know, uh, from there, the OGA system came into play, uh, you know, just to even build on top of that. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just been one of those things for me learning as a new uh, broker owner, learning and allowing uh, my marketing company to do its job and then doing what I need to do to, <laughs> to help uh, or whatever it is to make the whole program succeed. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where we are. But you had identified your, your expertise, right? So when you and I met, you know, sure, there's uh-huh. a system out there. You know, I created. It talks about niche. But, you know, there was some, a lot of conversations between you and I about your expertise in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, you, you're a veteran. So we, 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 talk, we, we want to talk about that. We talked about that as one of your brand. And you and I sat yeah. down and we did this um, exercise called uh, BYOB, Build Your Own Brand. We recently right. uh, did the same thing with your team, um, which I loved. Right. I loved meet, meeting your team. But what we did with you is we kind of broke down, right, with your expertise, what's your value in the market, um, yeah. and, um, you know, how you show up 
with that expertise. Um, and that's something yeah. that we didn't necessarily do just online, right? You are identify your expertise and, and you're showing up. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you show up offline. What are you involved in? Where are you attaching your brand? Um, we established it online, but there's some stuff you're doing off- offline that is powerful. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, in a, in a number of ways. Like right now, we, um, you mentioned uh, my military um, connection there. Yeah, we, we are um, military relocation uh, professional. We have that certification. Um, and so, uh, we are definitely uh, capitalizing on that with, as we reach out to, to connect with uh, fellow veterans or uh, veterans in the market to either buy or sell. And then we also have um, achieved the At Home with Diversity um, uh, certification so that you know we um, present ourselves as uh, a, a company that is you know cued in on on uh, recognizing the different cultures that we have uh, in this in this profession, as well as the different types of cultures out there for you know a, a client base, and so we're trying to make sure that we you know present ourselves um, in a way that people you know feel like we can identify with them, and we also understand that you know there are different cultural uh, differences out there that we're you know. Uh, uh, we're aware of them, and and we're um, willing to, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, we want to make sure we're able to connect with uh, them. cater to those That's differences right. as much as possible, uh, being sensitive to you know uh, yeah. one one culture versus the other, and not treating all of them um, the exact same way, um, uh, and not really recognizing and understanding that. that that we are different in some ways. And so so we are, you know, wanting to make sure we show up in that way and we want the, the military uh, to be one of those areas that we really emphasize uh, as far as one of our, our niche groups that we work with over here at the winning team. And so our goal is to become well-trained and versed in all aspects of working with veterans uh, at the same time, you know, remaining uh, uh, continue to build a culture that is diverse over at the winning team and working with those different um, cultures out there in the in the market. Hey, Derek, thank you for your service, by the way. I wanted to mention that. What branch of military uh, did you serve? My pleasure. Ah, in the Army for 20-plus years. Say it again. I say I served in the U.S. Army for 20-plus years. Wow. Wow. Did you become a real estate agent? Did you get licensed as an agent right after getting out of the military? Or do you have a little pit stop along the way? I actually became a realtor towards the end of my military career. I initially actually started out years ago in the state, in the state of Oklahoma early in my military career. Um, but, uh, of course, with uh, the way my career went uh, military-wise, I wasn't doing uh, real estate on a consistent basis then, but I got my first taste of it back then. But then, towards the end of my career, I knew that this is what I wanted to do. So we uh, got our license here in the state of Texas, and we, we, we started working it towards the end of our military career. And, and uh, so once uh, I retired, it was just an easy transition into doing uh, real estate full-time. You bring up a really good inter- a good point about part-time. Um, so I'm meeting a bunch of agents that are part-time. 
How did you make that jump? Because everyone that I meet that's part-time says, I'm going to eventually become full-time. Once I get my first transaction, second transaction, get a few transactions under my belt, and then I'll turn this into a full-time gig. This is my plan B. Um, how did you make that jump? You know, what point did you say, all right, I'm in. I'm in. Swimmy's off. Yeah. I'm in the water. <laughs> well, you know, I think it just starts with, you know, setting setting the setting the right goals and then, you know, uh, putting the right action steps in place to achieve those goals. Because the thing is, is I knew that this is where I was headed. And so uh, with me doing it part time, it's like, OK, I need to make sure I've uh, set myself up, you know, to have the necessary resources. Real estate is not, you know, for the light, light and heart, and it's a very expensive hobby if you're not going to go out and work. <laughs> so I made sure I had resources available to me, monetary, uh, so that you know I could, once I transition from, you know, uh, a continual paycheck month uh every two weeks from the military okay now it's all about me going out and putting in the work i made sure that i put back you know the necessary resources to help support you know my uh those obligations that would not go away right um and so it was just you know i just made wise decisions to make sure that the transition was a little easy and you know and it, and it became plan a and it had to work and so uh, I think it kind of differs, for, you know, from one person to another. But my journey was that I knew this is the direction I was going. So I made sure I put some things in place to kind of help make my transition a little bit easier. It's all about the plan. It's all about the transition. If you don't have a plan, yeah. right, you, 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 there's no roadmap. There's no roadmap for success. And it's easy right. to fall off when you don't have a plan, right? Because you're not accountable to anything that was to exactly. supposed to happen anyway. Um, so, right. I, so I love that. But I know that right now, you know, look, people in the market, they are struggling. They're trying to figure this gig out. Um, they're coming in part time. They're getting um, ex extremely frustrated with the process. But it definitely, what I loved about what you said is you knew from the jump that this was going to be a marathon, not a sprint. Um, and you're killing it right now. You have a, a, a nice team here in DFW. Um, you're doing your research. What else are you working on? You know, in the, in the, are you still training? Are you still, you know, um, sharing your knowledge um, with the team and, and external teams? Uh, yeah, funny you would say that. I did. Um, <laughs> uh, I do uh, as an as an independent contractor. I do t train at one of the uh, top uh, real estate schools here in uh, the state of Texas, and so yeah, I am uh, continuing my training and uh, training new agents, new actually new uh, and existing agents um, in, in in the real estate market, and just continue to educate them and teach them about this business and how to do this business. Um, because, you know, when, when they come through uh, the real estate school, they've been taught, you know, really the legalities and how to do the business from a perspective of staying, <laughs> staying out of court. But uh, learning how to actually work this business, I kind of put some little tips in here and there as I'm training them. But, yeah, we're definitely continuing the training. That's what we do. That's our heart as well to train and educate and help these um, new agents uh, coming into the uh, system 
uh, to be successful. So, yeah. Oh, wow, that's that's great. So that, that you know, always try, always learning yourself, always sharing. Um, you yeah. mentioned something about community and communities, and um, you uh, have shared with me on several occasions. You've been Googled, uh, Googled, and when you've been Googled, <laughs> um, some of those folks have shared with you why, in a Google search, uh, they chose you. So can you share with um, you know, because this goes back to organic, right? This goes back to making connections. Um, um, having yeah. a plan, targeting um, folks that you know will like and trust you, and then um, giving, providing the best service. So just, you can just share with us a couple things about being Googled. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had a, a few people mention, you know, a few clients mention, you know, that they Googled me and whatnot. And, uh, and one in particular, I'll talk about one in particular. She just kind of looked at me. I think uh, she went on my Facebook page as well uh, and just to see what kind of um, – person I am and she noticed you know, a few of the different organizations that I am affiliated with uh, one um, being you know my church home which is a mega church here in the Dallas Fort Worth area love those mega um, churches in Dallas you guys got the so many mega churches like big Texas there was big churches in Texas oh my gosh anyway yeah 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 so so yeah so she saw my affiliation my church affiliation um, also that I am in a leadership position in my church as well, so I do lead a uh, a team in the organization as well, and so uh, just really checking out, checking this realtor person out before reaching out to me, and you know the the client really just shared that information that that's where they started, and they went online and went on Google, and uh, consequently they decided to reach out, you know, through, by way of our website, uh, thanks to uh, our wonderful marketing company drink water for that but, oh, that's right you, you guys know. got an Olga system website it looks good I love it love it we do we do we love it um, and so she found you and she leaned in. Um, so that's what it's about, yeah, right? Um, yeah. The, the, um, your presence. Um, I tell people all the time, you know, and by the way, was this anybody in your sphere that you know on your personal page or was this somebody who found you, d- did not know the winning team, does not know Derek Bradley from a can of paint? Right. No idea who this person was prior to her Googling me, searching me out and reaching out. Uh, she was not from my uh, sphere of influence. Uh, there was no kind of uh, association or acquaintance as, at, at all. So she was just totally, totally brand new person. Right. And and we tend to like want to talk to the people we know because that's our comfort comfort spot. Right. We talk to our right. friends and our moms and our sisters and our relatives and high school, you know, uh, friends, college friends all day long. Right. We love that. You know, we're on our business, pa- on, our, on our personal pages talking all day long. And the money, the money's on the business page. People who don't know you that have way more money than those who know you. Right. And they're ready yeah. to buy. They're ready to come in and, and talk and, and and lay down some some ducats to to buy in your area, um, and so one of the things that um, I always teach is you got to have that business page. Derek and the winning team has a business page. I think he's got two Google pages. He's got one for himself. He's got one for each team member. One for the brokerage. Right? You you know the power of Google coming up, and so and you and you yeah. guys are, are, are winning. Um, I love partnering with, with you. I, I love the, you know what, where you've shown all of us we can go. Um, you were enlisted service member. You could have 
done anything with your time. You chose real estate. You went part time. You moved. You leveled that up, and you had a plan. You had a process, and that is just wonderful. And so, if you know, continue teaching, sharing, and learning um, with this team and being visible. We love it. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. If I could be anywhere, I'd be on this call with you, sir. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.